the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. And it was an eventful Thursday night. The Colts, cha-ching, cashed on the money line. The over hit in the game as well. I went four and three on player props, made some cash money, Lenny. So naturally, I'm going to roll it over into a you know brand of football I don't know as well as the NFL. We're going to let this sucker uh-oh. ride. What, what are we doing? It's Friday, man. It's time for our NCAA football teaser pleaser. Uh, So I have no reasoning. This is one of those TYG moments, as you like to call it, trust your gut. So if you go to DraftKings Sportsbook, you know, they have alternate spreads that are out there. They're essentially teased up or down, depending upon what direction of the line you want to go with, with different levels of juice attached to each one of the wagers. So I'm going to parlay four games and say, screw it. Let's do this. And here they are. Arkansas plus 24 and a half against Florida. Just too many points. Uh, the original line is 17. So I'm going to get that, uh, you know, teased up to a 24 and a half uh, plus side for the Razorbacks. I'm going to take Northwestern undefeated, defying all the odds right now, the Big Ten. And they're going to catch four and a half on the alternate line against Purdue. I got Kentucky minus 13 and a half against the winless of Vanderbilt Commodores. And I'm going to take my fighting Illini. And this is probably going to be the death of me in this four-pack, this four-leg parlay, plus 14-and-a-half against Rutgers. The Scarlet Knights are equally horrendous. Illinois cannot play as poorly as they did last week, which was embarrassing and, and well, sure they on his way out. Maybe they can. Maybe they can. I don't know. <laughs> it was like, what, 41 to 14 final? I mean, they weren't even competitive in the game. So I, I think, oh, Captain Hook, Yar, will come in. They may lose by two touchdowns, but I don't care if they cover the 14 and a half. So again, the four leg teaser pleaser at plus 352 for this. Arkansas plus 24 and a half. Northwestern plus four and a half. Kentucky minus 13 and a half. And my ILL plus fourteen and a half. Give me odds that I actually hit this. Um, I, I I think you had me right up until you decided to go with the Illinois Smiths. Uh, <laughs> as as we, if folks that have listened to this podcast know, obviously you uh, with your love of of Illinois, having uh, uh, having been there and having uh, grown up in Champaign. My son is currently a sophomore at Illinois. Yep. Uh, so you and I both have the ties to the Illini. But yeah, l- l- I think you and I both, uh, in part because of your fandom and my son, we're both just waiting for Big Ten basketball basketball season. Yeah, number uh, eight in the country. Let's go. Forget football. That's all, we're, that's all we're waiting on. But, hey, let's have some fun. It's a teaser for a reason. I like kicking off the weekend, uh, you know, rolling the dice and seeing what happens. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Bring back the beard, lovey. It was magical. Look, if you want to get in on your own four-leg parlay with some of these T's alternate lines, you could do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. And look, Sunday is going to be like no other this uh, this weekend with the major golf tournament along with pro and college football. There is no shortage of action. So this is what you got to do right now. Drive, uh, go to the uh, App Store and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And if you haven't tried it yet, uh, download it and because you don't want to miss this. As a new user and to celebrate Sunday's action, DraftKings is ensuring all new users are covered up to $100. That's right. You bet. They cover with risk-free Sunday betting on all of Sunday's action. On top of those great sign-up offers, DraftKings also has special promotions and odds boosts every day of the year, uh, including this weekend with the big tournament in Augusta, 
Georgia. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is ensuring your Sunday bets up to $100. That's right. You bet and they cover up to $100 when you use the promo code FTN during sign-up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Risk-free coverage pay, paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, let's get to Friday's Fade 5. Number 5. Props, props, and more prizops. Uh, that's what we got on this episode today. Let's start off with a battle between TB12 and the Carolina Panthers, the old fighting Sir Purrs. And sticking with that latter franchise, I'm taking the under on Mike Davis, 89.5 total yards at a minus 112 juice. Yes, no Christian McCaffrey is going to be on the field in this contest. And Davis, uh, in weeks four through eight, as the main man in this backfield, averaged 85.6 total yards per game with an impressive 3.63 yak per attempt. He had eight receptions in the first tilt between these two teams back in week two. But Tampa so stingy in the trenches, giving up just 2.54 yards per carry, 101.7 total yards per game. And if you look at it from a fantasy perspective, the ninth fewest fantasy points to the running back position. The high watermark this season that this defense has yielded to the running back in terms of total yards, ah, coincidentally enough, CMC. 88 back in week number two. So nobody has gotten the over yet on this total. And Mike Davis is going to be denied first right to crack that code. So fade or follow my under 89.5 total yards for Mike Davis. Way too high of a number for me, Brad. I, he may he may check 70. He may check even lower than that. Um, this yeah. is a stingy defense, and they are pissed off uh, about <laughs> what happened to them uh, last week against uh, Drew Brees and the Saints. So, yes, this is, you know, back-to-back divisional games, obviously, coming from the Saints now to Carolina. I think TB12 is pissed off. I think the team is pissed off. I think they're going to fire themselves up to be able to take care of Carolina, get back on the winning track, and part of that is going going to be expectations of that defense to slow things down. And that focus point is going to be Mike Davis. So yes, absolutely. Give me the under on this one, because not only does he not get to 90, he might not get to 70, 72 in this game. Go way down under with Mike Davis. Number four. All right, let's go to the Eagles. Uh, going up against the Giants, and let's talk about Travis Fulgham. Four and a half receptions, and of course I'm going to take the over on this one. Look, Travis Fulgham uh, consistently has gone over this number. He's actually done it in four consecutive games, uh, and one of those contests was against the New York Giants, in which he had a five-catch output. So just getting over the over barely in that one. Probably going to see a lot of Ryan Lewis, I'd imagine, in coverage in this one, and some James Bradbury as well. Uh, but a player that's seen 20 6.2% of the target share. He is the main squeeze. He is the apple of Carson Wentz's eye. Even though the Eagles are getting healthy, even though the Jalen Rager is back, uh, Dallas Goddard, maybe Sean Jeffrey, it doesn't matter. Fulgham with his subtle and savvy routes. He gets those defenders to bite. He generates the space, and he has built up this trust with Carson Wentz, and I think is really an unbreakable bond right now. So four and a half receptions. I think he's going to slam the over again at a minus 112 juice. 
fade or follow? I'm going to follow you on this one, Brad, but I will say that I'm going to be curious to see what happens with Philadelphia in this game because obviously we're talking about you know Miles Sanders, Alshon Jeffrey now uh, being a part of that offense as well. So I think Fulgham has benefited from the different injuries and such that the Eagles have had. Um, but at the same time, even when you start to bring players back like that, you know we've seen this historically across the NFL. When a quarterback starts to find that rhythm with somebody, they stick with it. And I think the fact that he's done it in four consecutive games, make it five, I'll take the over. Don't fade on Fulgham. Number three. All right, it's time for a MonkeyKnifeFight.com Monkey Knife Fight Player Prop of the Day, presented, of course, by MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Don't know what it is? Go to the site right now and use that promo code FTN. And as a new user, when you sign up, you get a free $5 game on the house. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just more or less over or under with all of your favorite sports. And, of course, with the NFL specific player props, you can stream together as a parlay and packs of two all the way up to six. The more you hit, the more greenbacks you stuff into your empty pockets. Do so right now. And again, sign up using that promo code FTN at monkeynightfight.com. This line is ridiculous. Uh, You want to talk about a mispricing. 52 and a half rush yards for Antonio Gibson against the Hello Kitties of Detroit. Detroit's given up 5.1 yards per carry, 186.5 total yards per game, 15 touchdowns, the most fantasy points to the running back position. I understand that Gibson is working in tandem with J.D. McKissick, but McKissick primarily the pass down or pass catching back in this timeshare backfield. Alex Smith is at least respectable in his amazing comeback story. And Gibson in the open field's got the shimmy and shake, man. He's forced a missed tackle 27.7% of the time. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes close to doubling this number. This could be 100 rush yards for Gibson in what I feel could be a positive game script at a minimum. It's going to be a hotly contested tilt overall. Fade or follow my over and way over for me on the rookie for the fighting footballs on 52 and a half rush yards. Well, I think whatever you've been drinking that made you want to tease Illinois uh, has you drinking on this one. I'm going to follow you, but I don't think he doubles this number. I oh, think you're getting man, a I little too it. aggressive. I, I know you do. I know you do. I think you're being a little too aggressive. I am going to follow it. I think he can I, I think he can eclipse 52 and a half. I think the idea of him getting up to uh, triple figures is a little bit too aggressive. But hey, man, I know how you feel about your tequila. Uh, so maybe, <laughs> uh, you know, it's still left over after a hashtag tequila Thursday. You know, some fumes still in the air, maybe uh, affecting your current mental state. Um, so I, he is going to wind up with a good game. I will give you that. I really like, uh, you know, we've talked about the comeback story of the ages with Alex Smith. I'm excited to see him out there and starting again for the uh, for the fighting footballs. Antonio Gibson will have a good game. Maybe not to your level, but I'll follow. I'm just going to kind of stand back just in case you get a little too wild. Oh, maybe a little over see, but I think Gibson's going to be the 11th running back to cross this threshold. Number two. All right, uh, let's go to Philip Lindsay in the Mile High City as the Denver Broncos are actually traveling to Sin City to face the Las Vegas Raiders. And this line, way too low. 35.5 rush yards uh, against this Vegas front that has been overly generous, quite charitable, Lundy, to opposing plowshares this season, uh, giving up 4.70 yards per carry, 94 rush yards per game to the position. Philip Lindsay right now, number three in the NFL, and yak per attempt among qualifying rushers with a 3.64 mark. He's outplayed Melvin Gordon. John Elway shouldn't have gone out and spent the money on a veteran that looks washed up right now. And I think Lindsay is good to get the primary 
early down work in this one. If he gets uh, 12, 13 carries, he's going to easily smash the over here. I think in the end it's going to be something like 60 to 65 rush yards. And I think he finds the end zone as well. But, again, for the you know sake of this proposal, it's only 35.5 rush yards. Heavier juice at minus 124. But I'm breaking out the sledgehammer on the over on this one. Fade or follow. Well, there's a reason that juice is where it's at right now. It's because everybody's looking at that number going, hey, wait a minute, this does not look right. I mean, Look, it, it, even with the timeshare with Melvin Gordon, and you're right, it was a waste of money for John Elway. But even in that timeshare, even if you're concerned about exactly the amount of touches and who's going to be getting what, way too low of a number for Philip Lindsay. Everybody in Denver, uh, myself included, waiting for Pat Shermer to wake up and realize who the better of the two backs is and who offers a better opportunity for Drew Locke and that offense to succeed. It's Philip Lindsay. He doesn't seem to want to wake up from that, but even if he sleepwalks through this game, it should be easy sailing for Philip Lindsay to get up over this number. I will follow. Uh, I don't like to use the L word very often, Lundy, and I'm going to qualify it because nothing's ever a guarantee, but it's a near lock for Lindsay to smash the over. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, probably my favorite player pop of the board this week, Robert Woods, 59.5 receiving yards against the Seattle Seahawks, the sorrowful Seahawks. And, of course, I'm taking the over here at minus 112. You look at what uh, Bob Woods has done this season. He's gone over this number four times. He's averaging just shy of this proposed total, 56.2 yards per game. But you got to look at the matchup. I mean, Seattle has given up the most air yards per game. An absurd, almost unfathomable 2,236 yards just to wide receivers this season, far and away the most in the NFL. And that's an, an eight game. 18 wideouts have hit the 60-yard mark against them this year. Woods, one of the best wideouts in the league after the catch with a 6.78 yak per reception mark, whether it's in the slot where he lines up close to 27% of the time, working outside against Quentin Dunbar, has given up 1.46 yards per snap. This is going to be a heavy golf to Woods game, and let's not forget, too, that Cooper Cup is banged up and nowhere close to 100%. So this all funnels to a monster game this week for Robert Woods, and that's why I think he's going to cash the over handsomely at 59.5 receiving yards. Fade or follow. He hits this number midway through the third, Brad, uh, and maybe sooner. I'm I'm way over on this one. I agree with you. With Cup not at 100%, Woods could wind up with six, seven catches. If you uh, you know chalk him up for 12 yards per, somewhere right in that range, he's going to easily eclipse this number. Uh, this is a good matchup, and obviously we've talked about the fact that as good as Russell Wilson has looked, as good as DK Metcalf has looked, as uh, kind of up and down, as Tyler Lockett has looked, all of those things. Uh, yeah, Seattle's defense, not so much. Uh, so let's yeah. get the Rams. Uh, let's get the Rams into a really solid game, probably a plus 300 yard passing game for Jared Goff as well. So I'm over on this one because I think Woods is going to be the beneficiary of a soft matchup in the secondary. Yeah, Seattle is downright putrid. No question about that. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noise Uh Also drop us a rating and a review, which it kindly really helps out the show overall best of luck at your bets this weekend and check out ftn fantasy ftn daily and ftnbets.com use promo code masters again promo code masters to get 20 percent off your subscription today and as always until next time fade or follow that is up to you feed the noise